0: Let me just start by saying my name is Gake Ma. It's geek like cake, but with a G, but it is spelled N-G-O-C. So the spelling is a Vietnamese spelling and a Chinese pronunciation. My family, heritage-wise, is my father's side of the family is Chinese. My mother is half Vietnamese and Chinese, but everybody is from Vietnam. So everybody, my dad was born in Vietnam. My mother was also born in Vietnam and their fam- respective siblings and family members. Um, they are from the same community of Chinese, which is Dao uh, Chou or Ti oi That's the Chinese we speak. Very small dialect. Not a lot of people speak it. And by not a lot of people, I want to say almost under a million. I, it, it could be a million, but it's not a very widely spoken language. Um, and so that's the community that they that they are, and they've you know know everybody in the city that they were born in, which is Camal, which is a boat um, town in uh, Vietnam. So it's at the I think it's at the tip, close to the southern tip of uh, Vietnam. So um, my mom and dad married, um, had a family, had me during the Vietnam War towards the end. I actually do not know my birth date because it, it, I was born... I always tell people I was born in the jungles of Vietnam, not in a hospital. I can only tell you that it was a stormy season because the lights had gone out and my mother told me that I refused to come out. She could not push me out. And as soon as the lights came back on, she was able to get me out. And the doctors made a comment like, oh, how smart she is that she did not come out during the dark. That's all I know. And I'm born in the year of the dragon. So there's 365 days I get to pick from. Uh, But when my family became refugees, my father chose the birth date of January 1st, 1976. So legally, that is my birthday now. My family came from Vietnam. My father was a soldier. He was a radio communicator. When the war was over, my grandfather, actually on my father's side, did not want to leave Vietnam. He did not want to leave because our grandmother was killed during the war. They owned a small boating business, so they would, you know, carry people from one end of, you know, the the country to another end of the country via the river in their boat. And uh, my grandmother was shot by a communist on the side. Uh, on this riverbank. So after that, my grandfather was like, no, we're not leaving. Um, I have an uncle who, with some of his friends, decided they were going to try to escape. And they got caught. And that pretty much changed everything. My grandfather had to bail him out. Um, He, along with my mother's oldest sister's husband, went to the jail, bailed uh, my uncle out. After that, my grandfather knew we had to get out. And the reason he knew is because when you're bailing somebody out, that indicates you have money. And that's not a good sign for the communist um, regime. So we gave away all our stuff. So I actually have no baby pictures of myself as well. We gave everything away. So uh, my father was able to get with some of his um, leaders in the South Vietnamese army and get secure our way out of the country. We ended up on a refugee boat. And by we is my grandfather, my great grandmother, my grandmother's mom, my dad, and his seven siblings. One sibling is married also at the time and had a baby boy, my cousin so we're all on a a boat we're on a ranky like just the small boat I used to imagine this like big boat but it's not it it's like almost like a it looks like a raft I've seen some photos I'm just like what is this so everybody was on these boats and my mother had told me that the it was just such bad weather. She thought one time she and I were on a, on the bow of the boat and there was a huge storm and she was carrying me and she thought it was going to take us over. And fortunately it didn't, but she could have sworn we were going to die. Um, My aunt, my father's um, the first sister, she thought she had told us about pirates and that there were pirates and we'd gotten robbed. So we after, I don't even know how many days we were in the water, but then we finally made it to Malaysia. So Malaysia is the main refugee camp. And from there, our family was split. My, my father's the oldest, and then the uncle underneath him, the second uncle, his, because he has his own family, was split from our family. So they were put on a different side of the camp from our side from the rest. So my father was considered the patriarch of the family, the, the head of the family. So him, his six siblings, grandfather and great grandmother, were all on one side. So we were at the camp from my understanding for two years. And then from there, after two years, we I think applied to Australia, we were denied and then we made it to America. So America accepted us. Yeah, ha- I I have the paperwork actually, we have social security numbers, we have like spellings of our names and everything, um, and that's why my parents always spelled my name uh, the Vietnamese, the Vietnamese spelling, but they never called me by the Vietnamese pronunciation. They always called me what I thought was gake but apparently, other family members spelled my name G H E T just not also what I want to be called. (laughs) So I actually don't know my birthday or my name. There's that out there. Yeah. So it's really crazy. Um, But anyway, so our family, we are sponsored. We're actually sponsored by a gentleman named Wayne Steinman in a small town in Southern Illinois called Salem. So Salem, Illinois is where my family ends up. And when I mean small, it was a town when we got there in September of 1979. Maybe had 7,600 people there, if that. Um, it became a certified city in like 1981 or something. So very tiny. We were really welcomed. We had uh, the community. It was a, a, a Mr. Simon owned a grinding wheel company. And so the name of it is Radiac and it is still there because I'm an uncle that works there, but he was able to sponsor all of us. I don't know how or why. And I unfortunately have never been able to meet Mr. Steinman. And he has, he, I think probably has maybe passed away, but he pretty much saved my family, brought us to America, Uh, the community got together, rented out a house for us for like two months or so, for several months, actually, because we were there through Christmas, I think. Yeah. And um, there were, you know, pictures of us in the newspaper. So I have a photo of our family that, you know, we just came to America in this house, all of us. And um, my mother actually had my sister in Malaysia at the refugee camp. So there's two kids So I'm four and Quinn, my sister is probably two, not even two, one something, barely born. She was born that year in April. So she has a real birth certificate because of a refugee camp. So um, 1979, we're there, we have all these pictures. There's pictures of my sister and I under a Christmas tree for the very first time. And that's in the paper. And like our family is really, really welcome. So it's funny because I look back and I think god, you know, everybody was just so nice and just really gracious. And it's such a stark comparison to how people see refugees today and how they see you know what what that what that means or what that entails. And I've never had to justify my existence, my family's existence in this country until four years ago, (laughs) and having to celebrate World Refugee Day, you know, didn't even know that existed, and having to celebrate immigrants and having to celebrate what makes up this amazing country, the diversity of it, and it baffles me. So I think at the end of the day, I genuinely appreciate the fact that Mr. Steinman took a chance and brought this family of like 10, 12 people to America.